0: heaven is right in front of you so it's like you keep thinking of i can't wait until i can't wait until but it's like it's here it's it's happening right now i do try to keep that in mind of can't keep waiting for something amazing to happen it's possible that this is all amazing you know happening here
1: you're listening to Pearls on Boards, an inspiring podcast for high-powered working moms with your host, Charissa Kell, a remarkable entrepreneur, inventor, and globe-trotting visionary who is transforming lives and empowering others to stay fit, healthy, and energized along their journey.
2: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of... Pearls on Boards. Today, we'll be sitting down with Rebecca Kerper. She is the Chief Digital Officer at HSN. She started at QVC 22 years ago, and that took her through several different positions and to Italy. And then, um, when QVC purchased HSN in 2018, uh, she switched over to their team and now lives in Tampa with her family. She has a mom of four boys. Hey, Rebecca, how are you today? I'm good, yeah. Thanks for chatting with me. So you've been at HSN for 20 years. Well, actually, no. So I started at QVC US,
0: um, I don't know, 10, 15 years. And then I went to QVC Italy. I was there for three years. And then I was in Italy when QVC bought HSN. So that's what brought me here. So I've been here for five years. Um, I have four boys. And right now, they are 18, 16, 14, and 13. Okay, so how did you do four boys? When... People are like, how do you do four? And I always go back to before you had kids and you said, I don't have enough time and I don't have enough money. And then you have one and you're like, I don't have enough time and I don't have enough money. It doesn't matter where you are in life. You don't have enough time. And you don't have enough money. So having four versus one or having zero, it's like it's all the same stress, especially if you're working full time and your spouse or partner is working or not. It's just nonstop stress. Yeah, my husband and I both worked full time and he's a nurse. He was working in an emergency department. So he worked three 12-hour shifts and had an hour and a half commute to both ways. So like the days that he was working, he was out. We didn't see him. Um, But then it was great that on the days he wasn't working, he had the kids. So we had a village and the village helped. We fed the village too. But yeah, I think that part of my story is the fact that it was so crazy, but it was also what brought me the most joy. Uh, Just being able to escape and go to work was my joy. It really was. And then also being able to be home with them. I mean, it was a great balance for me, not balance. It was a great juggle, a great struggle. And at times I was like, what am I doing? The village absolutely helped.
2: I feel like that's the consistent thing that I hear from people. Some people have that built-in village of like family that lives near them like I don't I didn't ever have that but it's that tribal thing like you're all doing it together and you throw babies at each other and you're like hot potatoing kids and doing dinner and you just do it. This is the same for me like we had family
0: close by but I think we probably depended more on our neighbors you know the people that we kind of all raised our kids together and it was just like who needs to be in the car everyone get in dinners, all of that stuff, because it's just, one, it's just exhausting. And then two, I think you need community. I think like moving the way that we did and being more isolated from people that we knew, it's made me really realize that community in any sense is so important, not just to get help with your kids, but also to feel like you have a place of connection, even if your community is work, because it's just without that, you can just get so sucked into the grind, and it becomes exhausting.
2: Have you seen that new The Blue Zone Netflix special? Or like the How to Live to 100 or something like that? Oh, my husband's watching that. It's good. So we lived in Japan, so I was super excited to watch the Okinawa part. But that was the theme for all these people that live. They all had their community. They had a sense of purpose and community. And I think that that's, in America, we like forget that that's okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, I totally believe it because we had such a circle. And then like our circles have just changed everywhere that we've moved. And I can feel it. I can see it. I can feel it. And again, not just with kids, just for myself, for my own sanity. Yeah.
2: Do you think that learning to rely on like that community is what helped you excel in business because you had to learn how to like delegate and let go a little bit?
0: Probably. I never thought about it like that. But yeah, I mean, I think that when you're in the midst of parenting, mothering. It becomes this all hands on deck.
2: How do you take time for yourself now? Or do you carve out time for yourself now? I do. I wake up early
0: and I meditate and um, then I like do a little journaling, like this whole thing. So that's, that's how I like to start my mornings off. And then I spend a lot of time walking. Like I'll walk the dogs during the day. That's a really great break for me. I do my best thinking when I'm outside. So even if I'm struggling with something or I have a bad meeting and I'm just like, in my mind, you have to go outside.
2: Okay. So I want to ask how you trained yourself not to feel guilty. I feel guilty sometimes. And so I would love to know (laughs) how long did it take you to train yourself and how did you do it? I don't even know how long it took me. It was just something that I adopted.
0: When I was home on maternity with my first, I realized how much I loved working. Not just that I loved working, but like the purpose that I felt. And so I really focused on that in that I can tell that I'm a better mom when I'm doing something that fulfills me. And like for me, my work, it's just always fulfilled me because I've always really enjoyed what I've done. So that was part of it is that I i think, I hope that my kids see me as I show up as a better mom because I'm working. And I think that they see me put it in the hours, hustling. Like, I love that now that, that I'm home, they're not supposed to be in here, but they can hear, you know, they know what's going on and they see what I do. And so I think that instead of feeling guilty about that, I let that fuel me. My weekends are so much sweeter because I get to spend time with them and because I've been working so hard, instead of I have to get everything in the weekends because I have to go back to work. And also I think that I just looked at it from the perspective of, if I have to leave work to go to a doctor's appointment or whenever, or to a school play, like I I would always think about if someone that I know and that I work with goes on vacation, I've never been like, oh, that person's gone now, what are we going to do? Yeah. But I like, oh, that person's on vacation. Okay. We move on. And so I think that approaching it with perspective, approaching it with humor, for me, it helps to release that guilt because not that I don't have any of it because I have a lot. I just think that we have to take it easy on ourselves.
2: I feel like my guilt maybe doesn't come from work because I work from home, so I see them and stuff like that. I think my guilt comes from feeling like I didn't savor enough Like I had a memory pop up and they were in Japan and we were at this beautiful shrine and they were cute and chubby. And that whole time felt like that was the beginning of my business when I had the idea. I was training 30 plus hours a week in triathlon. I had no childcare help. I really had to rely on this community of women there that didn't really speak English very well and I didn't speak Japanese. And so I felt like it was chaos in the moment in in that time and now looking back i'm like oh my gosh it was so easy
0: (laughs) i was just training for a triathlon and not speaking the native language that's what was so hard but that is interesting i never thought about it like that i do have guilt about did i do enough they don't want me to read to them anymore and i we used to read to them every night and i'm just like should i have pushed for that to go on longer because i i missed that so much and so I don't know if it's guilt as much as it is second guessing some of my choices or if I had done this, would it have turned out differently? But I just have to just keep thinking I'm doing what I can. It is incredible to see them start to, number one, become men, boys that, you know, that I molded with my husband, but at the same time for them to start to be themselves. And it's absolutely every day I go, I can't believe this because a lot of people who have two will go, they're really different from each other. You now one's black, one's white, one's um up, one's down. And it's amazing to me that four can be so different from each other. Like it doesn't seem mathematically possible, but like they are completely different. Like I got two introverts and two extroverts. So there's that, but they're just all their own people. And so I just, I think it's an incredible to watch that. You know, it's tiring We cannot keep enough food in the house. There's always a friend over someone. Something's always going, something's getting broken. They're riling up the dogs. But at the end of the day, I do look at them and go, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that I made you. Like, I can't believe my oldest, who is in the Air Force now. I can't believe he made that decision. I I had nothing to do with it. He did it. He researched it. He figured out what bridge he wanted to go to. He figured out he wanted to do the special warfare program. I didn't even know what that was. and then. I was just like, I can't, I literally can't believe you're doing this. I can't believe that I raised somebody who wants to raise their hand to do it. Like, it literally, it blew my mind. When I was there for basic training graduation, I was like, I can't believe you did that. You got up out of bed and you walked and you did all these scary things. And now you want to keep going. For me, when I was growing up, it was assumed that I was going to go to college. It wasn't even a question. And so I think it's cool that we... Raised him to know that there's options because he does want to go to college eventually. But he said, "Why should I go to college if I don't know what I want to do yet?" And I'm like, "You go to college to party, like what? What uh, are you talking about? (laughs) You're like, like, I don't know yours. You don't go to study. (laughs) You go to make friends and hang out." Um, Yeah, it was just such like this rational,
2: mature, mature. Uh I was just like,
0: I was really proud of him. And so they all are becoming their own people, which again, is maddening and infuriating because you can't, you know, parent them all the same way. But at the same time, it is like, okay, that's, that's pretty cool that they're really figuring out who they are, what they want, what they don't want. So really proud of them for all that,
2: proud of us. Speaking of the supporting structure and community that a working mom needs, let's take a quick break to listen to a message from our sponsor.
1: Supporting a family is tough. It takes time and sometimes saving time is something that we really need to do. Hi everybody, this is Chris, the Chief Operating Officer and proud husband of the CEO of our company, Neotine. When my wife invented this product, she designed it specifically to save time but keep quality high. There are times where Sharissa is pushing the envelope at meetings, and I'm at home with the kids, making sure the house stays clean, making sure they're getting to school on time, taking them out on adventures. And I can tell you, it is a lot of work. And having Neotine available makes our life a little easier. I can just drop it into a bottle for the boys when we're going on a hike together or the beach. And I know they're going to get some good high quality protein and electrolytes and they love the flavor. We're excited to bring other people on this adventure with us. So head to neotine.com, pick yourself up a sample pack or a box, try it in the morning, try it with working out, let your kids taste it, do all the good stuff, and let us know what you think.
2: Hey Chris, thanks so much for your support. I really appreciate you and couldn't do it without you. Now, let's dive back into our conversation. I feel like that has to feel like when you look back on the things that you did in your career and maybe wondering, should I have taken this advancement or moved them to this country or done this thing? And then you see your son like swear in to serve his country at 18. That probably had to be like, well, shit, I did it all okay. I did <laughs> like, okay. yeah. Yeah. I mean, we. Like, I didn't break them. I d- not yet, at least.
0: I know I have second-guessed a lot of the decisions that we've made because, like I said, where we lived before outside of Philadelphia, we had that community. We had a tight-knit group. We had my sisters, my family, like my in-laws. They all lived within a half hour of us. And we we took that away from them, essentially. But then it's also, well, if we hadn't done that, would they have been as scrappy and as, you know, able to walk into a room and kind of know how to manage it? And so there's those things that I think were really influential in making them who they are. There's some video that we watched the other day talking about how heaven is right in front of you. So it's like, you keep thinking, I can't wait until, I can't wait until, but it's like, it's here, it's it's happening right now. I do try to keep that in mind of, can't keep waiting for something amazing to happen. It's it, possible that this is all amazing, you know, happening here.
2: At the end of the day, like I think, whatever we choose, if we choose to be home and fully devoted to that, if we choose to work and also juggle like being a parent, I think ultimately what I have seen consistently is like being present when you're with your children, making them feel safe, and loved and heard. That's it. When I'm with them, I'm playing games and I'm drawing and I'm shark teeth hunting or doing riding bikes or whatever it is, but I don't, I'm fully present with them. I feel like those hours are so much more like impactful.
0: Yeah. I think that in a best case scenario, you're fully present. And I also think that realistically when you're sitting next to them and they're playing a video game and you're on your phone, like you're still sitting next to them. So I think it's being there. It's being there. Yeah. It's a really big deal.
2: Did you ever play video games with your boys? I just started. I hate video games. I hate it so much. I hate it so I much. It. Um, They love
0: some basketball, NBA, something, something, 2K. I don't know. But when they ask me, I'm just like, oh, yes, <laughs> I'll play. I, I hate it and so much. for them like, yeah. they want to hang out with me. Or the other day, they I were do. two of them were playing in one of the kids in one of um, their rooms. And mm-hmm. he was like, Mama, you want to come and sit in here and watch us?" And I was like, yes, I, I do. do. And I, I do. sat on that stupid <laughs> papasan chair and I watched them play a video game for about 20 minutes. And I was like, they want me in here. And I had no idea what was going on. I was so uninterested <laughs> in it and I was itching to take my phone out. But I did it because I just was like, it's happening.
2: They want me here. You must know the Haverford School Mm -hmm. being in Pennsylvania. So I was like researching them because I've been on this hunt for like how to raise good boys lately. And I found a book called How to Raise Boys, How to Raise a Boy, recommended by them. And so I was listening to it the other day while I was driving actually here to the studio. And it was talking about like, even if it's just 20 minutes, just 10 minutes, just doing something, they don't need like hours and hours. They need like just 10 minutes of you doing this thing that they love. And so I started doing that and they all know I don't like video games. But I ordered myself a pink video game controller. And they like, it's been transformative. And I don't use that word lightly. Like I've been doing it for the last month. And one day a week, I just sit down with them for 30 minutes and they teach me everything. But they they're so excited and engaged. And they're like, my mom does not like video games, you know, and like they get so excited. And they want to share this thing because I'm the one teaching them all the time. And now they have this thing they get to teach me. And it's been huge. Like, I actually feel like I get more work done now because I've given them this gift of intentional, concentrated time with them that was meaningful instead of me picking the activity or whatever. Like, it's been huge. Oh,
0: I love it so much. I want to go get a controller. Do it. When we lived in Europe, like every city you went to, there was church you had to go to, or like an art museum. Cause we're really into art. My husband and I are, and like, we were somewhere. And one of the kids was like, I am not going to another church. I, am not. and so when we travel now, we're like, okay, if we're going to do something cultural, we're going to go to a park too. Or, Cause it's, yeah. it's like thinking I never thought about it before. Cause I'm like, when you're in, I don't know, Milan. You go to the Duomo and then you go to the opera. He doesn't want to tour La Scala Opera House. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, he's like five. This sticks for him. And so I love the idea of seeing it through their eyes.
2: I always ask my guests to share one key tip with you. But before she reveals her pearl of wisdom, I want to thank you for listening and invite you to sign up for my weekly newsletter, Why It Matters, where I share quick insights about current health trends. Next week, we have another amazing interview with Leah Heiss. So stay tuned. Now let's find out what that pearl of wisdom is.
0: I think I go back to what I said earlier, which is being a good mom means that you're fulfilled in some way, in whatever way that looks to you. For some people, it's work. For some people, it's hobbies. For some people, it's going for a walk or whatever. And like even what we were talking about with guilt, we have to take it easy on ourselves. And we have to have perspective and we have to realize that doing what you want for yourself is, is actually a really, really good thing. And we can't look to others to build our story for us. So I want what that person has. You have to build what you want to have because no one is in the situation that you are in. So I think that that's a big part of it is being gentle with yourself, you know, whether that's at home or whether that's at work. Finding something that fulfills you and not feeling guilty about that um taking time for yourself and just model be a model be a model to your kids uh i am a career woman or i'm starting a career or, i'm in a career and like that's badass for me and then also for the people that you work with to say like um if it's appropriate yeah i'm leaving because i have this thing or because your employees, your team members, they're watching you. They're looking at you yeah. and seeing that I'm not pouring everything into this. Like I'm pouring myself into what I want to pour myself into. I think, especially as a manager, when you get into management, to model that for other people is really powerful because there's, yeah. there's a lot of women who are looking for that. There's a lot of moms who are looking for role models like that to go, oh, I can have it all. Because I I thought that I had to sacrifice one side of my life for the other. And so I think that if we, as women, as moms, can really show up for each other in that way and support each other, even without saying it like, I support you as a working mother, but to like show it, I think that that goes a really long
2: way. Yeah, I agree. And I think that as somebody in your position i think it's huge that you are modeling that for you know people under you because i do i think it gives them then the permission to be like i i can be successful in my career and also know my children i think that if i've learned anything what you say and what you do i I watch what people do right like you hear that your whole life but it really is true and so when you see women who are bold enough to like model that um in the workplace i think that is huge to give women that permission
0: i totally agree
2: yeah love it well thank you for joining me today
1: thank you thank you for listening this season of pros on boards is produced by mixed series studios a music and multimedia production studio in downtown Jacksonville, Florida. Visit the Pearls on Board show page at mtsjax.fm for information on our guests, episode transcripts, full video interviews, and more. Don't forget to subscribe to Pearls on Board's podcast on your favorite podcast directory and on YouTube.